Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're going to talk about cars for the next couple of hours. If you'd like to join us, you can. It's easy. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Gil, have you got me? Okay, I'm just checking. I just saw a bar just disappear, and I thought, I better check before I continue to talk. Oh, no, you're good. All righty. Thank you, thank you. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Action Auto. They're at I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom and I have been friends and competitors, actually, since 1983. So whatever you need, and you live anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, Tom's a good shop. His name, The name of his shop is Action Auto Repair. He's been around the block, he knows right from wrong, and he's not likely to listen to some technician that may want to tell him a story that he knows isn't true. Those are the good owners, the guys that came from the trenches. It's quite different if you used to sell bread and then you become a owner of an auto repair shop. Typically, there's a learning curve there that could be kind of drastic. But nevertheless, it's not going to happen at Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley. 602-508-0960. And we got a caller already, so I'm going to just take the caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Steve. Steve, good morning. How are you? Yeah. Oh, super wonderful. Thank you very much. I've got a Nissan Versa with 12,000 miles. When I come to a stop, the idle, it just kind of like, chatters a little bit kind of like it wants to cut out not real bad but it is noticeable i know you're not a big proponent for fuel additives but there is anything that would might clear up or help the injectors or no okay what year is the versa 2021 okay and how many might yeah it's 12,000 miles on it 12,000 yeah okay um i the first thing i want you to do is shut off all your climate controls Okay. Okay. No heater, mm-hmm. no air conditioning, no nothing, no climate controls at all, and see if that if that changes it. And the reason why I'm saying that is, is this is right now we can have really warm days and really cold nights. People are going back and forth between their heaters and their air conditioning, their defrost in their floor, and the, and and the air compressor itself is going to intermittently work both in heat mode and in cool mode. Well, when the compressor comes on and off, the Versa motor is not exactly a 727 kind of motor. So as the compressor is energized and then de-energized, you're going to see a fluctuation in RPM. Um, and with with the mileage that you have on it, it's it's highly unlikely that the throttle blades need to be cleaned or the fuel injection, the injectors need to be flushed, and you don't have any check engine lights. So... Exactly. I'm going to say that I'm going to be 75% sure that if you turn off your climate controls, this problem will go away. Now, the only okay. difference th- then is if you go full heat and you don't try to mix the hot and the cold to get a happy, happy number for the cabin of the of the car, um, if you just go to the extreme cold or extreme hot, you'll also see that the problem will go away. 
But right. if you shut off your climate controls and everything's fixed, then Mark is right. It's uh, it's a matter of just adjusting the climate controls more drastically to the hot side or the cold side, and that'll minimize the problem that you have. Now, has the car ever died, or is it just the fluctuation of idle? Just the fluctuation of idle never died, and like I said, it just when you come to a stop, that you know, a stop sign, and I'll just do it like one or two for five seconds, and then it'll be kicked back up. I can mm-hmm. took on the tachometer that it does go down a little bit too when okay. i come to a complete stop but once at a complete stop it's fine okay are you the primary driver yes okay okay how i just i can't think of anything else i i, I don't i don't you can put some gas it's not going to hurt you to put gasoline additives but the gasoline additives are going to clean up the injectors a little bit you have to use them numerous right. times in order to get a, a complete picture and during that period of time if um, if the car is not in in climate control mode, you won't see the issue, and then you think, okay, it's fixed. And the next, next time you go into climate control, then it's back again. So, but you can try those kinds of bottled kind of repairs. Um, they'll oftentimes work, but based on the Versa, twelve thousand miles. Um, I'm thinking no sense in in doing any of the forty thousand mile yeah. stuff for an irregular idle. Let's just go to climate controls, okay? Now, would any uh, of that additive be any better? Like, the, you can get a, t- a bottle of that Chevron Tecron, or is there any kind of additive that you want to stay away from, per se, or are they all pretty no. much the same, snake oil? No, <laughs> anything that says cleans, and they're all going to say that they clean the throttle blades and the intake valves, <laughs> and, yeah. and that's it. And, and, and l- let me explain. As the valve opens and closes and lets fuel and air in, because the injector is going to go and add a little bit of fuel. So as the valve opens and closes, on the back side of the valve, we oftentimes will get some carbon buildup, and the carbon acts like a sponge. Well, a lot of time on direct ignition, we're going to spray the injector right at the back of the valve. And so when we do that, then that bakes that that gasoline on the back side of the valve, and pretty soon we get like a sponge effect of this carbon built up on the back side of the valve, and then all of a sudden it doesn't cold start well, and it has to warm up a bunch before it really runs good. And so that's when we start spraying caustic stuff inside the injectors. That's when we start doing it. But again, um, but you can try any of that. The Tecron is something that improves the gasoline quality. This isn't a gasoline quality issue. It it has okay. nothing to do with that. Otherwise, you'd see it in the higher RPMs. So, Mark, when I'm driving down the freeway and I'm doing 55 miles an hour and it's time for me to pass a person in front of them, I put it to the floor and there's a little da-da, da-da-da-da, da-da-da. That's kind of the engine mess caused by, you know, some kind of dirty valves or injectors problems. That's typically what you have, and I don't think that's what you described. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, you bet, Steve. 602-508-0960, if you have a car question or a car problem, if you have a an issue. Let me tell you what it's like up in Payson. The last couple of mornings, it's been somewhere between 7 and 9 degrees. Now, I've got to bring the horses into the barn, and so I went to Home Depot and I bought this infrared lamp to just give the horses a little bit of warmth. <laughs> but yesterday afternoon, I was working out in the barn, and twice I left this same gate open, and twice the horses got loose, and we have about four acres in fence. So it takes me the better part of an hour by myself to gather up those horses. And sometimes I can herd them, but I'm not nearly as fast as I used to be. Sometimes I just have to get them one at a time. 
<laughs> and so you go load up your pockets with carrots, walk out into the pasture, wave the carrots. My dad says, the horses are colorblind. They don't know what the carrot looks like. I said, but it's orange. They're colorblind, you kid. So anyway, and, and then during the day, it warms up to a balmy 36 to 42. So it's been that way for the last probably two weeks or three weeks. And we're sitting, we still have snow on the ground, but it's gone. But during the high time, we had six inches of snow on the ground. So we're 93 miles north. It's a great place to come. Obviously, in the wintertime for you skiers, you can go continue on up north. And in the summertime, it's a great place to hide from the heat. And so that was brought to you by the Payson Chamber of Commerce, free of charge from Mark Salem. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. When you take your car in for repair, it's a good idea to write down a note to um, the shop. Now, here's the problem. You're going to go in and you're going to talk to a service rider. And you're going to say, it doesn't run very well. They're going to type, it doesn't run very well. And then that's all. There's no give and take. There's no when, cold, hot, fast, slow. When doesn't it do it? And when does it do it? None of that conversation typically occurs. But you can make it happen. What you do is is you just type yourself a note and just say to the technician or whatever and talk to the guy that's gonna guy or gal that's gonna work on your car. And it sounds like Hi, my name is Steve. On my Versa I have a problem that I've got an idle fluctuation. This is how you make it happen. Get in the car, start it up, turn on the heater, go to fan speed three and have the floor vent uh, direct the the heat to the floor vent. Then get out on the road and drive at about 30, 35, 40 miles an hour. And don't go too hard on the throttle. Don't go too soft on the throttle. And you'll feel the car kind of jerking. And the minute uh, uh, it starts doing that, then you'll know what to do. Here's my cell phone number. Call me if you have any questions. Everybody wants to talk to the technician that's working on their cars. And that's the only way you're going to make that happen. The shop is not going to call the technician off the floor to come and talk to you because those kinds of conversations typically last 10 to 30 minutes, and that's 10 to 30 minutes worth of unbillable time. And, of course, if we do bill the time, the customer's not too happy about that. So if you want to talk to the technician, every shop, every technician has a cell phone. They're going to dial star 67 so that you don't get their number, and they're going to call you. So if you want to do that, that's the easiest way to accomplish the goal is just say, I have a problem with the drivability of the car. It happens only when it's cold. It happens for the first 15 or 20 minutes of driving. Would you call me for more details and see what happens? Because, see, he's going to get the car after you dropped it off, and it's already going to be warm. And he's probably going to say, can I just keep it overnight and be the first one to start it tomorrow morning? And you can say, yes, that's fine. That's kind of how it works. So if you want to shortcut that front office kind of triangle there that just you just get in this revolving door kind of thing, then just leave a note, tape it to the windshield, something like that, and tape it to the steering wheels, tape it to the uh, entertainment center, just, hey, Mr. Technician, or something like that. Um, if you have any questions, call me. Here's my symptoms in writing. We have a caller. Who might that be? Hello to Bob. Bob, good morning. Morning, Mark. Mark, have you had any experience with disabling the active fuel management, say like on a 2014 GMC with a 5.3? Um, Bob, um, it's against the law to do that, and, and if you think I'm going to admit to that on the radio, you got another thing coming. The answer is, is there are different ways to change that um, active fuel management um, 
and there's I mean, I don't know if you've Googled it on the Internet or something like that, but um, there's lots of information out there. Uh, and you can typically you can use a programmer, but you can spend anywhere from 150 to four or five hundred dollars for a programmer to have the option. And some of them do have that option and some of them don't have that option. So the active fuel management is obviously where they're killing cylinders, right? It's, you start with a V8 and you end up with four cylinders sometimes? Yes. Okay. The article so I read you says can, that can shorten your transmission life. I'm sorry. But because when it goes to four cylinders, the, the torque converter is always slipping. There's always like a slight slippage, so you don't detect as much when the cylinder, when the engine goes from eight down to four, and that shortens the transmission life. That's bull. That's just flat BS. Bob, your torque converter is going to slip the entire time you're driving until it goes into lockup, which is above 55 miles an hour. It's slipping all the time. It's slipping when you're stopped. It's slipping when you're moving until it locks up. And that's usually at 55 or north of 55. So whatever you read, I'm not taking issue with you. But whatever you read, flat bull crap. That's all there is to it. If that's the reason why you want to do your active field management, that's not a good reason at all. That's just not a good reason at all. So the only time it's not slipping is when it's locked up, and that's when you're doing high speeds. And you're, and, and even then, if you throttle up hard, it'll come out of lockup and go into fifth gear or fourth gear until it gets your power band going. And then when you reach the speed you want, then it'll lock up again. The lockup is good because it locks the engine to the transmission, but... Now, this is one of those Google wives' tales, and you got some guy telling everybody that this is why you need to buy it. Never mind, he's the distributor for half the United States for some gizmo he's selling, and it's going to shorten the life of your transmission. Nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Gil answers the, the uh, phone, and I'll be back right after this. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as, that's 800-730-8405. What's wrong with the weather? Are COVID climate engineering operations already ongoing? Are weather modification operations robbing us of our rain? What else is our government hiding from us about COVID-19 and countless other issues? If you want answers to questions corporate media talking heads won't touch, tune into the weekly non-political commercial-free Global Alert News Hour, Sunday evenings at 8 p.m. on 960 The Patriot. This is Dane Wigington with geoengineeringwatch.org. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. 
But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks, DAV. Now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. We were talking about transmissions in the last caller, but the best transmission shop in town is Automatic Transmission Exchange. He's at 40th Street in Washington, been around since 1968, and Phil and his staff are really good at what they do. So if you have a problem, call them up, make an appointment, and if you can practice making the problem happen, that will save you lots of money if you can show them what you're talking about, and then they're going to want to switch places with you, and they're going to want to drive it. And you'll notice that they know how to move the shifter, and they're going to gently apply the brake, and they're going to do a variety of gymnastics, and they're going to go, okay, and then they're going to know what it is. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Jim, we got three callers. Jim's first. Jim, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a quick question. My daughter, my oldest daughter up in Wisconsin, has a 2008 Pontiac Torrent, which I've never heard of. And um, she called the other night and was telling me about, uh, she noticed about a dime-sized drip of oil on the garage floor. And then a little bit later, it, it was about the size of a quarter. So she took it in to a mechanic that she didn't know, and uh, they told her it was the timing cover. It was a timing cover leak, and I just wanted to know roughly how much that would cost to fix. Well, it's a waste of of your time to ask that question because nobody's going to spend the twenty minutes to look up the VIN number and to determine which motor you have by the VIN number and then be able to do the estimate on labor and they're only going to be able to guess on parts. Let's do something different. Have her call one of the local auto parts stores in her geographical area and ask them, what's the name of a shop that's a a good, honest, dependable shop? I'd like to take my car in for an oil change. That's all. And then they'll tell her. So her next oil change, she goes to them. And she says to them, there's this little drip on the floor. Would you take a look at it and see what it is? The timing cover doesn't drip. It seeps and it seeps and it seeps and then it grows to a drip and it's a long process. So, uh, And then the question really is, is what colors the fluid? Is it auburn? Is it red? Is it green? Is it brown? Is it amber? The, the fluid level or the color, and that's something you just touch your finger to the drip and you put it on your fingernail and you look at it. 
this is not something that's going to cause her to break down. There's some kind of a, uh, obviously some kind of an oil leak. It could be a, something that we need to tighten up a clamp. It could be a valve cover gasket. It could be a front seal or rear seal. It could be lots of different. It could be power steering. So we yeah. just need somebody to look at it. And also, if she could triangulate where the leak is at. So she says, I put a little piece of tape right there on the hood. Right below that is where the leak is at. When people do that, we want to hug them because they've just narrowed our search down from trying to find a red car in Arizona to trying to find a red car at a specific address. So it just makes the world a lot better. And 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 if she has an oil change place, then she just takes it back to them and says, would you take a look at this? But really, the what has to happen first is she has to see it where it's parked, and she has to kind of triangulate. It's 21 inches from the front bumper towards the windshield, and it's 17 inches from the fender towards the engine compartment. And then she puts a piece of tape there, and she's home free. This isn't that okay. big of a deal. I was just curious because... Uh I asked her, I said, now, exactly what did they say? And they said that it was a timing cover leak. And they said that it would cost about $1,000 to fix. And I just thought that was pretty expensive. Well, if if it's a V6, no, it isn't. Now, now okay. that, that would, the $1,000 estimate coming from my shop, the, uh, my guys would have said, we've got a cover in there that we don't need, know that we need, and we've also got a chain and gears that we don't know if we need. So if we take the cover off and the cover's the car, part of the problem, I got to replace the cover. But if I pull the cover off and you've got a chain and 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 gears that's all chewed up, it's time to change it. Let me fix the oil leak with the chain and the gears. So I'm not yeah. that that thousand dollars. And I want to be honest with you. At my shop, we overbid everything because I don't want to call you back. I hate the idea that I bid it for three fifty and I have to call you back and move my estimate to nine hundred. Right, I, I right. hate that. So yeah. um, I think, first of all, what color is it? Now, here's what she could do, too. She takes the uh, the drip on the on the driveway, and she puts it on her fingernail. Hopefully, it's a clear fingernail, okay? Then she yeah. pull, opens up the hood, and she takes the power steering dipstick, and she puts it on her other finger, and then she takes the engine oil, and she puts it on the other finger. And by the time she moves around, she'll be able to identify what that oil came from. <laughs> And all she has to do is wipe her fingernails off. Or she can actually put it on a spoon. You know what I'm saying? I so, hear you. I hear you. All right. Okay. Well, you got daughters just like mine. My, to just tell her Mark's daughters can both do that with their eyes closed. So only because yeah. their daddy's been in the car business all these times. So good luck right. to you, buddy. Good luck to you. All righty. Tom, good morning. How can, we talk, how can we help you today? Good morning. I have one question and then I'd like a recommendation. Okay. Uh, the question is, friends of ours have a Mercury Grand Marquis 2003 that's been parked in our garage for two years, and we all want it started and out. What's the process of doing that correctly? And the recommendation is a good repair shop in Sun City. Um, Auto Dynamics, Grand uh-huh. Avenue. And uh, let me look it up here. I, I shouldn't know off the top of my head, but I'm going to tell you. I know, I, I know it's a Grand Avenue, and uh, doggone it. Oh yeah, here it is. Grand Avenue, north side of Grand and 99th Avenue. But but okay, let me tell cool. you, this is easy. We're just going to make sure the battery's charged up and we probably uh, start this right up. And if you start really? it right up, you get the idle up, you hold the idle uh-huh. up, you're inside the car, it's in park. You just hold the idle up for about 3 or 4 minutes, let go of the throttle 
if it'll idle at that point, whew, you're home free, put it in reverse and back it out. And the best thing that can happen is kind of like a horse you take out of the barn. Go exercise it. <laughs> Go drive it around a little bit and then get on the freeway and do this or do that. But I'm, I'm quite sure it's going to start up because it's fuel injected. And let me give you another hint. You turn okay. the key to the oh, on position, okay. key to uh, the on position, not crank, and, yeah, yeah. and you, you wait it just a second or two, and then you crank it. Then every time you do that, I want you just to do the go to the on position because I want to prime the fuel pump. So the, the, the okay. delay between on and crank is the fuel pump's on. So each hmm. time you do that, and I'll bet on the second or third try, boom, it'll start right up. So we shouldn't worry about uh, old fuel or anything like that? No, if no, let someone else worry about the old fuel because really and truly <laughs> the best thing you could do with that thing and put it out, put it out, get out on the freeway and go about 50 miles at 75 miles an hour up the I-10, turn around and come back, and then fill it up with clean gasoline. That's the best you could do for that car. Okay, well, if we get pulled over, I'll refer it to you. No, you just tell them it's your neighbor's car and you didn't know the license plates were. Um, oh. uh, if you're not the owner of the car, typically they don't they don't write you. But you just say, yeah. oh, Henry's an old guy, and I'm just exercising his car. I had no idea that uh, he, okay. had li- he had license plates. I'll take it back to him right now, sir, or ma'am, <laughs> whatever that happens to be. Okay, one, one more thing that just came to my mind. Um, what about the tires? I mean, they're only flat on the bottom. Do you think they're still viable? Um, yes, I do, because I'm, I know you're not going to put five of your girlfriends in and go to Flagstaff. That's for given. But, yes, after you get no, it on the road, okay, after you get it on the road, it, it depends on what the future of the car is, then an oil change with an examination of all the fluids, the belts, the hoses, and the tires is the appropriate thing. And that's called an oil change with an inspection. And that's what's appropriate at the next thing, and that's when the tires and all the fluids and stuff get checked. And, Keith, don't you go anywhere because you're going to be my first caller, I promise, on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over Whoa! The moment my son saw a redwood tree is the moment I knew that for him... You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Music is a bridge 
between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope, that's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah, forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum! That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm, cool. I didn't know that. Yep, but the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow! That's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. All about that demon. Good morning, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're going to go straight to Keith like we promised we would. Keith, you have my uh, unadulterated attention. All right. Thank you, Mr. Mark. Uh, I have a 2010 Jaguar XF. And uh, it's got 95,000 miles on it, runs and looks like new. And uh, it's due pretty quick for a set of tires. And uh, I'm wondering, because I'm pretty sure we've owned it since 2013, that the uh, wheel pressures, the valve stem pressure sensors have never been changed uh or the batteries have never been changed in them on this car at this point i've owned it what 10 almost 10 years uh i'm thinking just to be preventative while the tires are off they ought to put new uh pressure sensors in the rims am i correct uh i mean how much longer could they possibly last well, um, whether you do it now or you do it later, the cost is the same. So it doesn't really make any difference if you need tires, if you do it now or you do it later, the process is still the same. I think, um, let me ask you a question. Have you seen any fluctuation? I, I need to hear that you've seen the tires went from 36 one day and, and then you saw 41. I need to, st- have you seen or are they all stuck at different numbers and never move? 
Which is it? Okay, this car is too early of a model to actually give a a pressure readout in pounds. It's uh, it while it does, it's like a dummy light. It tells you they're too low, or it'll also uh, if I had them, uh, it likes says too high. It'll go the pressures okay high. Okay, that's it. Okay, and, and in that case, what we would typically do is is we would look at the door sticker, and it says 28 on, uh, on the tires, and we'd drop them down yeah. to 20, and we'd go drive them. And if it said they're too low, then we know the sensors are alive, we know that they're awake, and we yeah. know that they're working. So at that particular point, then, if you want to replace the sensors, you can. The best place in town would be Discount Tire. They deal with this, this issue yeah. all day long. And so if do you went there. Little, yeah, do those have little batteries in each stem? I don't know the answer to that till you take it apart. But chances oh, okay. are that, yes, the stem itself is going to have a battery and a sensor in it. Or it could be that the sensor has got a big band around the inside of the wheel, and the sensor sits in the middle of the wheel has has nothing to do with the valve stem. So you have to take it apart to figure that okay. out. All right, so, sir. I, I, I think what I'd do if I were you is I'd over inf- I'd add ten pounds to them and see if you get a a, a light that's it's over inflated, and you. I you have, I, yeah. Did they, I, and they all uh, came on. Will. No, uh, there'll be one'll pop on and then it'll go off and then another one sometime will pop on and go off. It doesn't like I like to put about forty five in them, and it seems to not like that. It'll okay. start saying they're too high, even though the tire on the car says it can easily hit up to 50. So I put about okay, well, let me explain. In, like let me explain. That. Let me explain. The tire has an operating range, and just for sake of argument, it's from 25 to 45 PSI, okay, just for the sake of argument. Sure. The, the manufacturer is going to spec out the tires, and it's going to say, in order for these tires to carry the load on each corner that they're appropriately placed on, I need to have 35 pounds of air in these tires, 35 pounds. So it sets the parameters at 35. So if it gets below 35, usually 5 or 10 pounds below, it'll come on. And when it gets above, it comes on. In order for you to check the sensors, we got to go to the high side, and then we go to the low side. And and typically, that can be done in a 24-hour period by just, and you can do it, over-inflate them and go drive it and see that it, it says too high, then under-inflate them and go drive them, and then at that point, just go buy your tires. You're done. There's nothing, there's nothing right. to fix. That's what I wanted to know. I couldn't imagine that some little uh, reach, little NICAD battery or lithium battery in that valve stem could possibly last in this heat and stuff out here for 30 or 13 years. I just well, unimaginable. You're wrong because your own science yep. says you're wrong. <laughs> They're still working. Right. But you can I, I you, guess so. All right, you you can you can you can certainly have somebody put new batteries or new sensors in there or whatever. You can do that. If I were you, I wouldn't do that because what one tire is going to answer the, is the rest of them are going to do the same. So if you have three of them flashing, and I bet it's not even telling you which tire it is. It's just flashing you a number or a message that says you got a problem, and now you got to find which tire is different than the rest. 
that's just the old technology from a decade ago. Today yep. it tells you which one it is. But this isn't right. that big of a deal. You're best served at discount. They've walked this path before, and they can answer all your questions. And if you want them to replace all the stems and the batteries and the sensors, they can do that. But i got to run, Keith. Thank you very, very much, and thank you for holding as long as you did. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Blackwell Automotive is up at 40th Street and Greenway. He's a no-good son of a gun. I don't know. His wife, Polly, is one of the finest real estate agents there is in town. But Tom is just a scoundrel. He's just a scoundrel, but he does know how to fix cars. So if you're looking for a shop in northeast Phoenix, Scottsdale area, Blackwell would be my recommendation, 40th Street and Greenway. And as with all the shops on my list, you need to call and get an appointment. There's a lot of us that sometimes are booked a week in advance, and there's some of us that are even longer than that. We do our best to control that and, and make sure that we always, have a, we always have a couple of wild card appointments in our hip pocket for the cars that are towed in. And so they don't have to wait. We've already got that pocket. But Blackwell's busy, but he's good. 40th Street in Washington, and we'll be right back. Are you interested in protecting your assets from market volatility, rising taxes, and economic uncertainty? Then tune in to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Rest Assured Retirement, Sundays at 1 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and schedule a free no-obligation consultation now at RestAssuredRetirement.com. Eric Bryan, owner of Precision Air and Plumbing. If the heating in your home is down in need of repair, don't let your family suffer. Our team is here to get you up and running fast. Precision is the number one ranked AC company for over a decade because we live by our core values of integrity, quality, and trust. Our techs are the highest certified techs in the valley. So for heating, service, and repair, make the Precision decision today and call us at 602-FIX-MY-AC. That's 602-FIX-MY-AC. Welcome back to the Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. 
The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. That was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a teen from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, we're here till noon talking about car, car repair stuff. We've, we've talked uh, about all kinds of stuff already this morning. If you have a car or a truck or if you want to talk about oil or if you want to talk about coolant or spark plugs, any of that kind of stuff, then 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If there's an argument you have with your dad or your brother or your next-door neighbor about uh, whether or not variable valve timing has to do with this or that, then give us a call. We'll help you do the best we can. Kurtz Automotive is up at I-17 and, and Bell Road. Um, years ago, I sent someone to Kurtz who this lady had been told that she needed a new engine. And she had been told by three other shops in the geographical area. So I said, you got nothing to lose. So I called Kurtz and I said, do me a favor. Would you look at this car? Just give it a, just, uh, just, just look at it, touch it, pull the dipstick, whatever, and let me know what you think. So he calls me back and he goes, it needs an oil pressure switch. And I said, what's the symptom? And he goes, the red light's on, oil pressure light's on. I said, does it actually have bad oil pressure? And he goes, no. He says the sensor that's reporting to the dashboard says it is, but in reality it has 30 to 45 pounds of oil pressure. It's not clattering. Everything's fine. I said, so how much? And he goes, it's going to be like 30 bucks, the, the switch and the labor. And I said, okay, I'll pay for it. You go ahead and do it, and then you just give her back the car. So he does, and he gives her back the car, and she calls me, and she says, you know, I, I know that you didn't replace my motor, but what happened? So I explained to her, and I said, we're just going to go for the next 30 days and see what happens. So she called back in, I don't know, four or five days, and she says, it's fixed. It hasn't come on. It had come on on a regular basis. And the most important thing my husband said, you said, was, is that there's no clattering, no lifter clatter. That's the indication that you have actually lost oil pressure. So Kurtz was a hero, and he continues to do that kind of stuff. It's I-17 in Bell, northeast corner, Kurtz Auto Repair. When we... Uh, Every once in a while, I, I meet someone in business that just impresses the heck out of me. We needed a cover for our chimney up in Payson because of the snow and the rain, and some of the water comes down through the chimney and has caused some damage. So we, I wanted to design this cover that just slides right over the top of the chimney. And so my wife ended up at Covers Plus in Mesa. The name of the company is Covers Plus. Now, Rex and Christy own it and operate it, and they, with our drawings, they built the most beautiful cover <laughs> in the world out of this stuff that is, is impervious to the sunshine and the heat and the ultraviolet rays and all that kind of stuff, and it just slides right down on the chimney exactly what we wanted. So I went in and I paid for it, and you know what? It was less than they said by a couple of bucks. They were really nice. They explained everything to us. And I said, well, what do you guys do? And he goes, we do boats and we do older model cars. We do covers for 
grills and for chimneys and for golf carts and for off-road vehicles. And we also do gym equipment, work pads. And I said, well, then, what is it that you don't do? And they said, we do not do any upholstery work with cars with airbags in the seats. We do not do household furniture. We do not do outdoor patio cushions because you can buy those at Walmart. And we do not do headliners. So at the end of the day, if you have a boat that you need interior work or an older model car, seat covers, or a golf cart seat or workout pads, then Covers Plus is the place you should go. If Just keep that in mind. They're in Mesa. They're on Arizona Avenue. And I think it's Arizona Avenue and Broadway or something like that. We, My wife drove and I was just uh, teasing her the whole time. But we were really happy. That's a free commercial because they're really good people. And I did not ask for it, nor would I have accepted a discount. So the idea is we got what we wanted, and we thought it was pretty special. We had looked quite a while before we identified them, and we actually called a canvas manufacturer, and he told us about them. And so it was kind of hard to find them, but at the end of the day, the job they did for us was just tremendous. And they didn't know anything about what I just told you. So I just feel like if if, if I run across a really good business that really exhibits all the, the traits of a of a, of a person that a has been in business a long time b is is responsible uh, c does what they say they're going to do and d gives you a good product at a good price what else could you do so just remember covers plus auto bolt business upholstery and any kind of seating going back to cars the most important part of your maintenance on your car is to do regular oil changes and the oil change is an examination of your car when you bring your car to my shop and 100,000 other shops in town, I would say 90% of the shops in town, we are going to change your oil and your filter. We're going to grease whatever fittings you have underneath your car. We're also going to check your tire pressure and adjust it appropriately. We're also going to look for other issues, wiper blades that are scratching your windshield or the back wiper blade on the rear deck um, window that hasn't you know, had a rubber piece in it in 100 years. We're going to look at the fluid colors of your transmission, your power steering, your brake. We're going to check your brake fluid for moisture to see if there's too much moisture in it. We're going to do lots of inspection because that's what it is. It's an inspection that looks forward between three and 10,000 miles, depending on what oil you use. So if you have a conventional oil and you're changing it every 3,000 miles, we're just trying to see, okay, we don't see anything that's going to give you a problem for the next 3,000 miles, anything that's obvious now. Obviously, you could blow a tire, you could kiss a curb, you could run over a nail. Obviously, the air conditioning compressor can lock up, and we don't have the ability to look into the future. However, if the clutch on the air conditioning compressor is discolored, if the clutch has been burnt up, then we know the compressor's bad. And we know it's having a tough time. So then the question is, is we talk to the customer and say, hey, when you turn on the air conditioning, does it squeal? Yeah, it does. It squeals a lot. And then it just goes away and everything is fine. Has it always done that? No, no, it's just started. Well, when did it start? Well, it's for sure this year, but it was the tail end of last year as well. Okay, well, the compressor's got a discolored clutch on it. We know that that's the problem. And the bad news is it's a $1,200 repair because we need to replace the air conditioning compressor, the accumulator, the orifice tube, and in your particular case, we have to replace the condenser. And the condenser is a component that's in front of the radiator because as the clutch comes apart and as the compressor starts beating itself to death, most of that metal ends up in the condenser. And what we don't want to do is put a new compressor only on your car and then the refrigerant, as it passes through the condenser, redeposits all that trash back into the system underneath the hood. 
that's a bad idea. So it's one, and it's one plus one equals two. Who's who? And we have a caller. Who might that be? Say hello to Victor. Victor, hang on just a second. Um, I should give the phone number, 602-508-0960. The lines are open. There's four of them now because Victor's got one. Remember, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, then that's the one you call. Victor, how can I help you? I've got a problem with a vehicle. Okay. It's a 2006 Durango with a Hemi. 181,000 miles. Engine lights turned on. Auto store tested it, and they said uh, it's misfiring. They recommend plugs and coils, and they said possibly a computer. And I'm thinking that this this could really go out, go, go way out, out of bounds for me. Can you give me an idea? Is yeah. there something else that could be there? Uh, you know, I, I don't like the answer at all. Not your answer, but I don't like the other answer at all. If that was my staff, I'd be... My panties would be wadded up something fierce. So, we, uh-huh. so what I what I hear you saying is is you got a misfire code, and they told you, well, we need to do spark plugs and coils, but it could be something really bad. And after that, well, yes. then why don't you go back to school and figure out exactly what it is, Mister Repairman? You mean you're incapable of identifying which cylinder it is? You're incapable of swapping the coil from 4 to 5 and 5 to 4 and seeing if the problem moves? You're incapable of pulling three spark plugs and looking at them and looking at the bad one? You're incapable, so you want to do a shotgun repair. You want to stand back and take a shotgun and shoot the motor, and everywhere a BB hits, we're going to replace the parts. Is that the guy you want on your car? No. Okay. What part of town do you live in? Uh, I'm I'm around Surprise. Okay. Um, just go to MarkSalem.com and look at the map. Um, I think we'll you got 38th Avenue and Indian School. You might have to come into town from Surprise, but look at look there. There's a list of shops there that I know. Every one of those old gray-haired guys with a couple of gray hairs in their ears and their nose, I know they can find out which cylinder it is. And what the, exactly the problem that. is. So um, now, now here's let me just throw something else out. So we go in there and we find out that you have a bad spark plug. We pull it out and it's really, really worn. Well, we pull the one next to it out and it's really, really warm. Under those circumstances, the shop which say should say and probably will say, your spark plugs are 108,000 miles old. They're really worn. This one has just got the widest gap of all of them. That's why the computer said that that's what's misfiring. So while I'm there, do you want me to replace the rest of the spark plugs? I mean, you're going to have some that. labor and spark plugs, but it's the, but but the problem is your number three cylinder. And here's the spark plug, and I'm going to give you the number three spark plug. And I can fix just that check engine light, but I think we might have that same check engine light down the road. That's that's a good yeah. conversation to have. Yes. That's what I was figuring. I figured this is just going to snowball on me. I got to get get somebody else's opinion. That's why I called you. Now, without saying and the I name of the shop, you. without saying the name of the shop, was the shop a performance shop or was it a general repair shop or was it a chain store shop? Don't you say the name. Just answer yes or no. It was no. a chain chain store. Okay. A lot of times when you have a chain store that just focuses on tires or just on oil changes or on light duty maintenance and stuff like that, this is not within their area, but they do know that a shotgun repair 
um, they, they're probably going to be able to fix it by guessing, and they're guessing with your money. <laughs> I suggest right. you're better served by having a doctor look at it and figuring out which cylinder it is and going from there. Now, he could, he could, call, he could give you bad news. He could call you and say, Victor, we're, we've lost about 40 pounds of compression in number four. And I've moved the, the coil to number five, and I and I switched four and five coil and spark plugs, and the problem stayed with the cylinder. So I know it's not the coil. I know it's not the spark plug. I ran a compression test, or what we call an active compression test, and, and there's, a, there's a problem here. So I'm going to do an air check on it. I'm going to see if I've got air coming through the exhaust valve or the intake valve. But right now, we've got a, com- we've got a compression problem in this number c- cylinder. Now, I can put a new spark plug back in there, and you can drive this thing God knows how much longer. But all you're going to have is an intermittent miss, and you're going to have an intermittent code. Or you can pay to have the motor fixed. But for right now, let me just do the air test. Let me inject some air into the cylinders. The both valves are closed, and let me find out what's going on. And then you say yes or no. That's how it works. Sounds good to me. Okay. Thank you, Victor. Thank you very much. Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School, would be a guy that this would be no problem at all. Um, Bob and Ellen own Larry Harker's Auto. They've been around since 1967. They're at 38th Avenue and Indian School. I told you that. And there's been many, many times in the history of Mark Salem that I've sent cars to them, and they've pulled a rabbit out of their hat. They know how to fix it. Bob is in charge of the shop. Ellen is in charge in the front counter. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Don't go in there thinking that you're going to out-talk the lady at the front counter because that's going to happen. <laughs> Ellen knows as much about car repair as any lady I know. Even my own wife would play second to Ellen. And my own wife and I have been in business for 38, 42 years. I forget. I don't do the math well when I'm talking. But we've been in the car repair business since 1979. How's that? 21 and 23. So that's 40, 44 years. Yeah, we've been together since in, in car repair that long. But but Ellen is good. So if you're in the area of anywhere near the area, 38th Avenue and Indian School, and you've got a hard problem, um, it's worth calling up, stopping by, talking to them about it, and then making an appointment to bring it back later. Or if they can look at it then, then you can do that as well. So that's Larry Harker's Auto. Car repair is difficult, and what's really difficult is is you don't know if the shop's capable of doing the job or are they doing a shotgun repair. I have an overheat. Well, we need to replace the electric cooling fans. Oh, the problem's still there. Well, let's replace the thermostat. Oh, the problem's still there. Let's flush your cooling system. Oop, the problem's still there. There's no conversation, but here's what a, a, a senior guy does. Is it overheat? Where is the gauge? Well, it's it's just past the half. So is that the overheat range? Yes. No, it isn't. Half to three-quarters is normal. Well, it never used to run there. Okay, well, that that's fine. It never used to run there. But until it gets close to the 7 eighths mark on your gauge, until it gets close to the red zone on your gauge, then there's no harm, no foul. So do you want me to look your cooling system over? I'll check the coolant. I'll check the thermostat. I'll check the electric cooling fans. I can do that. It'll probably take anywhere from 100 to $150 to thoroughly check over your cooling system. But to be honest with you, if your needle's between the halfway and the three-quarter mark, um, I, I don't, I, I'm uncomfortable taking your money because it's in, the, it's in the widely accepted zone where we want it, half to three-quarters. And so what do you want me to do? 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960.